Hi, my beautiful souls, and welcome to Flourishing Futures Podcast. I'm excited to have you here. I'm your host, Taylor. Here at this podcast, we'd like to dig deep, talk real life situations, and help build each other. Thank you for tuning in another day. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Now let's jump in to our next podcast. Hi, my beautiful souls, and welcome to Flourishing Futures Podcast. Another great Tuesday. We have RJ in the house for round two, and I'm excited. RJ, you with me? Yeah, I'm with you. Round two. Let's go. Let's go. All right. So you want to share what's on your heart this fine Tuesday? Yeah, man. Uh, Honestly, just keep going. You really got to persevere. The people who, the people who lose their way and start to struggle and start to bring negative energy into their own lives and others that are involved, they gave up, and that's such an obvious sign in some people that they've been through all this kind of struggle and all these withdrawals because they're quitters, and you don't want to be remembered as that. Every day is a blessing, and you only get you're only given so many days. You're never aware of when your last day is gonna be. Make sure you end it with being remembered with a good note. You know, if you're an artist, if you are a motivator, if you are a coach to somebody, if you are any of these things, make sure you're every day trying to be the best at it. Whatever your purpose is, be the best at it because you never know when your last moment's gonna be, and However that moment ends and whenever it happens, and it's not if, because it will one day, and nobody has infinite time on this planet, you know, on this realm. So every day, treat it like your last, because you never know when your last memory is going to be shared with somebody, because it's it's that real. Most people forget that, because day to day, you start to feel like you're just living in emotion, but that could be your last moment, and you're never going to be aware, so you got to Treat it like the most every second, really. That's right. You got to live every moment like it's your last and be appreciative for your current circumstances, even if it's hard to be thankful for that, depending on what you're facing. You just can't give up and you just got to stay consistent through it all. I know. I know that's hard. It's hard sometimes. That's what made you who you are. And I've said it before, I say it again. look up to you and I I know a lot of people do and there are a lot more people are going to find you and find this podcast and they're going to find another reason another voice to say keep going keep pushing because it might get real dark and it can get so dark you can't see but you're never going to make it out if you quit moving you're going to find the light eventually but you have to keep moving you can't just stop because you'll get lost and you'll give up and you'll lose hope and you'll think there is no such thing as light but there is you know what the, the realest part about it is you're the light you just have to see it in yourself you can't just find it you have to you have to spark that flame inside of your own in your own spirit man it's life-changing i mean i honestly think that's kind of what this podcast is and what having people like me share their message and it could be that one voice to ignite a spark in somebody when they're in the darkness, you know? That is right. 
you always got to be willing to put yourself in somebody else's shoes and just sit down and listen to them talk for a little bit and see what's on their chest. Definitely. Well, tell me, tell me about you. I know you've been busy. It's been hard trying to connect with you and you know, I'm trying to take care of business too, but I want to know like, what's been eating at you? Have you been struggling? Have you been having to wake up and push yourself, Taylor? I have actually. So this past this past week, I think hit me the hardest, you know, because I've had some family stuff going on. I found out, you know, that my papa's cancer has gotten worse, and you know, chemo's is his therapy is not really doing like it's doing good, but it's taking everything out of him. So it's hard for him to keep going, you know, sometimes and. My mom's been kind of sick a little bit lately, too, and just trying to keep things, you know, going. And, like, I've been searching for a job and trying to find a job, and I've actually applied to over 20 different places. Not even kidding. But thankfully, with prayer and the right people in place, I was able to get a job offer. So I'm just waiting for paperwork to go through, and I finally got that. So that's such a relief. (laughs) Because you faced, uh, I faced a ton of no's before I got a yes. But, you know, in those moments, you just have to be like, all right, God, lead me. I know it might be a no, and you might have breakdowns trying to figure out, okay, well, I have to do this, God, but at least I have a roof over my head. You know, at least I get to take a shower at night. I have clothes. I get to eat. Like, a lot of people don't even get that at the end of the day. So you just got to be, thank- you know, thankful for those things. So sometimes me when I get bogged down it's hard to it's hard to stand up sometimes because you know you just don't want to like when you feel like you have no fight left and you know you just keep getting the door shut in your face over and over and over again you just get angry you know not at anybody in particular just at the situations you're facing and you're just like well you know what I'm just gonna have to stand back up I'm gonna cry about it first and let it all out but I'm a I'm gonna stand back up so, and two, it's always important who you have in your circle to help pull you back up. Not that they should have to, but because they see the potential in you and they're like, you know, you can't, you can't stop. You got to get back up. I mean, of course you have to want to get back up, but you have to have people in your circle to be like, hey, you need to, you just need to get a grip and you need to stand back up because this is what you're worth. You can't let... believe in you is one of the most powerful things, man. Just that somebody could be alone for the darkest moments of their life and they feel like they've tried everything they got back up they got hit again they tried to get a yes and they were told no 10 more times but once someone started believing them then they started believing in themselves more and it becomes in a domino effect i swear it um it leads to at least to this kind of spiritual power where this much belief and this much determination and somebody and the best they can be starts to manifest the best version of themselves. And I really love it. I love it when people, they do their best and believe in themselves, but once a whole group or, or family or some significant other, they start to believe in each other and know that they can be better. They know that they're the best of themselves has yet to come and that whatever struggles or whatever barrier is in front of their lives right then and making it harder it can be overcome. It's only, it's only a trial. It's not, it's not a dead end because once you start believing a dead end, it becomes manifested, you know, and that's, you know, you're very blessed to 
had the right mindset and had the right people to push you forward. I'm I'm very happy that you didn't give up, Taylor. Well, I appreciate that. How have you been, RJ? How 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 things been going with you? Well, I know what it's like looking for a job, and uh, and trust me, I've put in so many applications before, and uh, that I'm so glad that I've been fortunate enough to find a good uh, position where I'm at now. Um, but what's really struggling with me is I'm trying to find a new place to live at. I'm just looking for new property, new new living situation, and it's not easy. I mean, just these days, economy and, uh, you know, do you want to rent? Do you want to buy? Are you, uh, can you afford it? Can you not, you know? But that's just, just what's been uh, on my mind, what I'm trying to take care of. Everything else is just the usual staying in tip-top shape mentally and physically uh emotionally I just kind of I keep that to myself honestly <laughs> and uh work work as hard as I can every day whatever it is if it's at my job if it's at the gym if it's when I'm reading or writing just just knowing that there's no reason to to not try you you should definitely you should definitely have some kind of pride some kind of motivation to want to be like I can do more than this I can be better than him I can do what people have not done before and I'm not scared to be judged for it I'm not scared to think that I'm capable of this I'm going to do my best if people think I'm a monster for believing in myself so much then sometimes you just have to prove them right and show them that you won't give up that you're not some you're some someone normal who's going to give up when people think you're not capable you have to you have to apply the pressure man and that's all I've been doing I've been applying the pressure hey and you got to apply the pressure sometimes that's always good cuz when you start getting comfortable you got to you got to press even harder cuz if you don't press even harder you're going to start to become stagnant when you become stagnant then you're just going to be like all right well this is comfortable and as soon as you become comfortable that's when you lose your focus that's when you lose you know your stride to do better it's when you become so comfortable you're just like oh well here I am and life's not gonna get any better for you you might it might be okay for a little bit but when you stay too long in one area you don't realize what else is falling apart around you in the long run I honestly have a good uh, way to connect what you just said to my own life because uh, my last relationship, there's a lot of things I could say that I thought was wrong and that I didn't deserve. But one thing that I know I can admit that I failed at was I got too comfortable and I just didn't believe I could be more. And I got just, I just didn't try to be the best RJ, the RJ that doesn't need anybody. Just, I just, became this RJ that was like, oh, this is good. I'm just going to stay easy like this, not get too much attention, not have people thinking that I'm doing too much. I'm just going to take it easy and just ride it out and be a, be normal, be simple. And, and eventually, and I did that just because for the sake of my own insecurities and my own, what I thought that relationship would uh would be able to survive off of 
and it was all pointless. It was all for nothing because I wasn't doing myself a favor in the first place. So I know that's one thing I really know that I, in a way, how that relationship fell apart did me a favor because I opened my eyes and was like, okay, here's where I screwed up. Here's where I could have been. I could have been top G and I was bottom G. I was just trying to get by. I wasn't trying to blow past the competition. I wasn't trying to prove to everybody that anybody who doubted me a month ago, a day ago, or a year ago, I'm coming for you, making sure I prove you wrong. No, I was I was not that guy back in the day. I'm that guy now, and I'm so happy that I had something show me getting too comfortable comes with a price, you know? Nobody's ever too comfortable permanently. That stuff eventually fades away. I mean, everybody has their own story, right? Oh, most definitely. I know that's like I've become comfortable in certain areas of my life and I've looked back and I'm like, wow, this is something that I could have been working on. Like, Mm -hmm. say, for instance, my business, you know, I want to start my own business one day and there's been so many opportunities, you know, that I could have reached out on and I could have done better at. But because I've stayed stagnant and I'm like, oh, well, I'll just do it tomorrow. You know, I'll just I'll just do it tomorrow. You can't you can't have that. You have to keep pushing yourself to do better. And if you don't do that, then you're just going to end up failing. Because you get too comfortable. I learned the hard way. I know that. Oof, me too. Sometimes that's the best for people. I mean, uh, really, hard times make hard people, you know, and the people who get too comfortable they're the ones who are the most in shock when things go left. So that's when you see that, that transformation, that, that snap where somebody either makes it or it breaks it. And you don't want to be remembered as a guy who got too comfortable. And when things happen and things didn't work out your way, you just snapped and fell apart and you needed people to pick you back up because yeah, it happens to everybody, but it can't consistently happen because people are, people are going to start, they're going to start falling apart trying to pick you back up and put you back to pieces every single time that you fold. You know, you got to man up. You got to grow up, get take that situation on, and next time it comes around, there won't be no way it can, it, it can even compete with a new version of you, you know, because each time struggle hits you, if you overcome it, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, you know? That's right. Hard believer in that. I agree with that too. You just gotta, you just gotta keep pushing, man. You just gotta keep pushing. Yeah, tell them they better come back stronger next time because you'll be ready for them. You know. That's right, and I think people that come with ill intention intentions to bring somebody down. I think that some those are honestly some of the lowest people, but they end it ends up coming right back to them because of how they treated those people, they end up learning the lesson. Hey, I can't treat people like this. Yeah. I knocked them down and you may have caused that person trauma. I mean, we've all messed up with friends and people in our life, you know, and when you have those intentions, it comes back and it bites you. 
So before you go and try to put, you know, intentions on somebody, you better make sure they're the right ones. Because especially, you know, use my, you know, me start my business, for instance, you know, if people are like, you know, you'll never make it. And I've been told that many times in my life and different things, you know, you're not, you don't have the mindset for it. You don't have the qualifications. You don't have this. You don't have that. At the end of the day, you have to believe in yourself. But when you end up making it, those are the same people that want to come back and be like, oh, you know, well, you know, I always believed in you or I had the best faith in you. You know, I was rooting you from the side. Well, your actions definitely did not show that. And the words that you put on my name definitely was not that at all. The credibility is lost. Those are the people I call tip writers to put it, uh, I guess, uh, family friendly. They're tip writers. You know, they they want to think. Oh, I'm going to call it before it happens. She's not going to be able to make it. So when she doesn't make it, I end up being right. Then everybody thinks I'm smart or some kind of thing. And then when you do make it, they're going to make sure that you feel some type of way towards them to where, oh, I'm one of your supporters. I'm one of your day ones, you know, so they're just tip riding. They think that they have some kind of uh, ego boost through some kind of communication and dialogue through either giving you that's what one thing i have spoke on a lot is i'd rather be hated than have someone show me fake love and somebody trying to be on both sides of that spectrum like you said they're kind of like the worst of the worst because they're inconsistent their credibility is shot what is your purpose here if you can't even genuinely show somebody you dislike them you don't believe in them or or that you do believe in you know like whoever has given you that that kind of treatment how many other people have they treated like that you know it becomes a habit and you don't want to have those kind of people in your circle or in your business or in your classroom like those kind of people they eventually fall off bro and that is so true and you have to be careful at who you have around you because people will end up telling on themselves you know, like and when they're sometimes those people will come in and they'll act like your best friend. But then at the end of the day, they'll end up coming out and telling on themselves like, oh, you know, they'll be like, oh, I love you so much. I'm so happy. And they'll go along with it. And then before you know it, they're the same ones that had a knife in your back the whole time. And like That's I've funny. had people do that to me before. Mm-hmm. Like I've worked hard you know in certain jobs and stuff like that and when it comes down to it they've taken a credibility for the things that I worked hard to do and like making a difference in a business and different stuff and it's just it shows people's true intentions on things I know the feeling man where you just said that knife in the back I've I know there's no one else behind me I see who it is and I trust them the most I feel the knife on my back and I look down and I see the blood dripping and I still convince myself they wouldn't do that to me. That's not a knife. That's, that's, that's gotta be an accident, you know, but it happened. It's very hard to come to terms with, with the results like those when you really love somebody or trust somebody and then they fail to meet those standards. But the real world is not a, you know, sunshines and rainbows, the people that you trust the most and love the most, they can be the ones that crack you the most, you know, the ones that catch you off guard and you never see it coming and you don't even believe it even after it happens. But 
those kind of moments are what make you or break you. You know, if you're going to be that person who lets emotional disruption just like ruin every other part of your life, if it's school, if it's work, if it's your passion or dreams, you're going to let interaction with somebody, say it's family, say it's a significant other, say it's a childhood best friend you grew up with, you're going to let someone like that ruin your future, then you were never ready for that future, you know? You got to take that on a chin. You can't blame nobody else. If you want to be a champion, you got to take the hits. And it don't matter where, who those hits come from either. That's the saddest thing, too. It don't matter who those hits come from because you never know. It could be your best friend. It could be your husband. It could be your wife. It could be your girlfriend. It can be anybody. But those hits are coming one day. And if you're scared of them, then you're never going to be 100% prepared to be a champion, to be the best version of yourself. That's right. You can't be easily persuaded by somebody else's opinions of yourself. You have to be so deeply rooted and at peace with yourself that you know that you can do it despite what other people say about you or try to come against you because that's that's right. You know, I've had people that I never thought would do me dirty mm. and they were the very ones that like cut me down to my core so bad. I was just like, this is crazy. I, I trust these people in my life. They know my whole backstory. You know, I... I really fell into these people and trusted them with my whole being. And then I turn around and come to find out they were the most poisonous, you know, Mm -hmm. people in my life. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. And sometimes you just don't realize it. It's like, you know, love is blind. So when you love people in your circle, a lot of times you don't realize, you know, the toxic traits they may have. And then you start noticing small things here and there. And then finally, when they add up, you know, you're like, oh, wow, they they let some of their venom on me, but that's okay. I'm fixing to cut that off and they will no longer be in my life. And then you have to kind of deal with that pain of cutting somebody off. But at the end of the day, that is the best thing. You have to cut them off. You cannot keep toxic people in your life and think that that's okay because it's not. I know sometimes it's so hard to let go and this world just teaches positive. I meant not, not positive. I'm sorry. Toxic traits, but you can't be that way. The most positive way to treat yourself is to cut those kind of people out of your life and surround yourself with a few good people that have the same intentions in life as you do. If you're not surrounded by like-minded people or people that are above you where you're trying to get at in life and are pouring wisdom in you and trying to help you reach your goal, then you need to reevaluate your circle. Absolutely. And even if it means drawing a whole new circle, it has to be done because the last thing you want when you're trying to blossom and grow into the best version of yourself is having dead weight because it's only going to restrain you. It's only going to cause more time loss and that that delusion that you suffer from with thinking that person wants the best for me. That person wants the best for me. They believe in me. They're not going to stop me, but the whole time. They're, they're laying traps. They're they're setting up mental barriers inside your own head. And it's coming from the person that you trust most. That's why it's they're able to. And I know the feeling. I, and, I, and that's why I had that group chat and I told everybody, you know what you want. doesn't matter what your dream is. If it makes you happy, 
you got to go after it. And the people who try to stop you or the people who tell you that it's not possible, they're dead weight, especially if they're people that you really hold a lot of value with. They're, they're, they're honestly dead weight because at the end of the day, they might mean a lot to you, but what you really and truly care about and what you believe you're capable of means more to you than that one person because you can't replace dreams but you can replace people I mean it's been done that's right and sometimes it might hurt but then somebody else is going to come along that's going to be even better that's not going to have those you know pick me intentions because there are those pick me people that are like oh well I love their energy or I love their goals I love what they have said I'm just going to try to copy and be like them so that way I absorb you know what their purpose and that's not how that works but people will tend to think that way but it's that's not how that works at all there's one there you can definitely be inspired but when it's not genuine that's not inspiration that's not being inspired that's like you said it's uh mimicking or tip riding is how I see it but definitely Oh, man, I like I said, I genuinely prefer someone to hate me for me who trying to be who I am, and they just dislike it. They don't believe in it, so they just genuinely hate me. Than someone who shows me fake love, and then whenever they get the chance to try to pull me down without me being aware, that that really doesn't sit right in my gut. You know, you can hate me, and you're honest about it. That's you got every right to, you know, and I'm gonna prove you. You know, you're just going to end up as motivation because what else could it be, you know? But if somebody's showing you fake love, you can't really use that as motivation. That It's very toxic, so you really have to point it out, close it out, shut it down. That's dead weight. Hatred is not dead weight. Fake love, the heaviest dead weight, I swear. That That's how it is. It It, it, it does become... It does become dead weight, and some people yeah. just don't understand that. And you just gotta, you gotta shed that stuff off of you. You can't let it continue to stay on you at all. You gotta get rid of it. Because if you hold on to, if you hold on to that negativity long enough, before you know it, it's like a vine, and it will literally constrict you. Yeah. And then before you know it, you're far out in left field, and you weren't even supposed to be there anyway. So that's why you have to be watchful, because if if not, whatever those people's intentions are for you, they'll come and they'll cause strife and they'll cause a lot of confusion. And then before you know it, you don't even know who you are anymore. You don't even know what yep. you were coming around to do in the first place. Mm-hmm. I know uh, one thing that is a result of all that emotional trauma I uh, I dealt with for a whole year. I... Uh, I've been kind of called, I've been called emo. I've been called, uh, you know, just like I seem very un, uh, what would you say? Unapproachable. Um, so, you know, I was very messed up after just finding out the person that I kept in, I was in denial about who was really tearing me down. Turned out to be the person that was tearing me down. You know, the one who did, who was, so I, uh, Socially, I'm very socially awkward, man. But it's 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 like this uh, 
defense mechanism. I don't want to be vulnerable again. And, and, you know, I'm trying to find a balance to where I can be approachable. I can make new friends and meet new people. But it's like that, uh, that defense mechanism. I've been so lone wolf. I've been so don't speak to me. You can make, you know, make eye contact with me, but I'm going to look right through you and straight towards where I need to be. It doesn't matter who's in front of me. And it's, uh, it's had me lose a lot of relationships and, uh, you know, I, of course I regret it, but it happened for a reason. It's, it happened for a reason. So I could come to the conclusion of cause and effect and how I can come with a solution. And that's, that's part of life, man. If life was, oh, this happened. Here's the result. This happened. Here's the result. Life would be, honestly, it would be boring. It wouldn't ever have a meaning. It wouldn't have a purpose. You know, it's all about the journey. You have to find a solution on that journey. And sometimes, you still with me, RJ? That's one thing I can at least take pride in and be happy about is this whole year has been, it's been very, very, it's been a lot of grinding. It's been a lot of struggle, but trying to overcome the struggle. It's been pretty emo, uh, lack of emotions, I guess is a good way to put it, but cause and effect and it gives me a reason to look for a solution and that's another reason to to wake up tomorrow and the next day and try to be better try to try to put together all the pieces of rj that i might have lost along the way you know right and Um, and i that's a that's a very good approach i like that Every day I can feel like I found a new piece, you know, or not a new piece. I found another piece I was missing and I'll talk to friends and they'll kind of, they'll kind of remind me of like, you're more than that. This isn't the, this isn't the whole RJ, whatever RJ was back in the day, whatever RJ can be, you can bring the best of both worlds and every day create a better version of yourself and work towards it. And I, I become addicted to that feeling where I'm going to try to level up every chance I get, man. Hey, that's all, that's all you can do at the end of the day. As long as you know that you're pushing yourself to do better, that's good. And I heard a, what was it? I can't ever think of the people who actually produce it, but it's just a bunch of, hardcore like motivation every day and it's like from people all over the world it's mo- it's mostly men but there's some women that get on there there's not really a lot of women motivational speakers that speak to like you know both all sexes and stuff like that um so this guy was talking about you know staying staying persistent and keeping up with it and uh i lost my train of thought to be honest with you rj no you was you was going on the right track i like what you're speaking of you're speaking of one thing i wanted to mention about was uh you said most women 
really aren't like public motivational speakers, and I'll tell you why. I'm going to catch you off guard, but I'll tell you why. You ready? Tell me. Go ahead. It's because they are the best for the private motivational speaking. They are the best for you want a one-on-one, what, one-on-one coach, like just that rehabilitation, that nurturing, that kind of personal talk. A woman's going to do it better than a bro to bro. We all know what a man-to-man talk is, but you can do that in a whole – you can have a room of 20 guys, and it's going to feel like bro-to-bro, man-to-man. But if it's a, a, a girl face-to-face, a, a guy and girl face-to-face, it's going to be a very genuine and uh, most of the time heart-throbbing kind of talk to where, like, I just had that experience, you know, and I feel like it's true. You don't you you really don't see many women doing public motivational speaking because where they're really good at is when it's one on one, man. That's so that's pretty uh that's what I like about this podcast because it's kind of a hybrid of both. Right now I'm kind of feeding off of you, you're feeding off of me, and then at the same time it becomes public speaking once you uh publish it. So it's it's all around pretty pretty tight this this podcast right and i think now that you mention it honestly i kind of went back a little bit and kind of reflected on my life and honestly I'll, nine times out of ten when i give advice is one-on-one like normally my friends will text me and be like hey tay i need to talk or sometimes my friends will randomly call me out of the blue and be like hey do you have a few and it's normally that one-on-one kind of feel. And I always shoot people straight. I'm like, well, do you want me to listen or do you want me to give you advice? And I learned that from my good friend, April. She told me, she's like, well, sometimes, baby, I'll teach you something. She's like, sometimes when people call you, you know, and and they just have something on their heart, sometimes you just need to take a step back and ask them, but do you want me to give you advice or do you just want me to listen? And I learned that that little piece of advice helps so much in, you know, conversations like that. But nine times out of ten, it's normally a one-on-one thing. So looking back, you are correct there, RJ. So that, that's kind of a little bit of a mind blow. But, bro, you're right. You're right. I definitely uh, believe that. Like, I would think, you know, if I was in a room full of people, I'd, I'd you know, I'd feed off of it and go ahead and give the room a good, a good, uh, good energy. Just hype them up. Give them what they need. But if it's a down-to-earth talk, one-on-one. You're talking about personal things in the past. You're talking about things that you want to happen in the future. You're talking about relationships or family problems. And it's one-on-one. I bet you a good, like, majority of therapists and therapy, you know, counselors, bet you they're most likely women, you know? Because that, like, they just have that natural ability to, to put people at ease and show them how genuine and how emotionally secure they are between a one-on-one interaction you know yeah i mean that that is very correct i mean that's like my therapist right now she's a woman (laughs) shout out shout out to beth i love i love my therapist beth if y'all ever need help with a therapist i got you she actually works in childhood trauma and she's honestly one of the best therapists i've ever talked to because i've tried to talk to like different counselors and stuff growing up and going through school but she's honestly been the best so easy to talk to and she gets down on where you're at personally she doesn't shun you 
for what you're feeling or how you're feeling, but she gets to the root of it. Because you want somebody to get to the root of what you're going through instead of just masking it and being like, oh, well, you know, it'll be okay. Well, yeah, I know it'll be okay, but I need you to help me figure out what the root of things are so I can deal with it and move on. I agree. The best way to overcome something is understand the origin of it understand why it's being done or how it's being done or where it's where it begins you know and you know it sounds like your therapist is top of the line I mean I know your backstory is pretty deep Taylor and just hearing your voice and hearing how genuine you are how genuine your voice is and how you feel towards her she's done an awesome job for you emotionally and mentally I'm very happy you have someone like Beth in your life. Everybody needs a Beth in their life, it sounds like. <laughs> yes, you got you to gotta find your Beth, you know. You got to find somebody <laughs> that's going to let you be raw and be like, okay, well, mm-hmm. I know that you went through this as a child, but, like, what what triggers what triggers that for you? Like, certain toxic situations I, I've gotten out of, like, um, my adopted family, they took me in, you know, for about four years, stuff that they've done. Like, I hate the word stupid because that was used so much towards my adopted sisters. That's all I heard. So sometimes when people are like, you know, you're stupid. Like, if they say it to me, sometimes it, like, it triggers. And I kind of, I've noticed I, like, lash out, not on purpose. I'll be like, don't call me that, you know. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I have to reel it in. So I realize that's a trigger. So you have to, have to reel it in. So those things, it may not seem big but everybody has those small things that they've accumulated over the years so when you think that you've really worked on yourself there's always something that you can go back on and rework on it may not be because of you but it's something that you went through and at the end of the day you're going to have to work on that for yourself you know nobody's going to be willing to do that for you so you have to do it you know it just have you just got to pick up and keep going and that's kind of like you you know with your workouts You know, you started from nothing, but then you were persistent, you know, going to the gym a couple of times a day and like, you know, really working hard and you just kept on and kept on and kept on. But, you know, through all of that, you know, you did fall down a couple of times, but it's the fact that you had the strength to get up and keep going despite the things that hit you sideways, you know? Yeah. You're like, ow, that kind of hurt, but you shook it off and kept going. So, and that's like where you're at today, like you have so many people that look up to you and think highly of you, you know, because you stopped long enough to get down on somebody else's level and be like, hey, you know, I'm sorry you went through that, but I got you, you know, this is some advice that may help you for your current situation. Now move forward from that and keep going. You encourage people, you help people, you know, you're kind of like a big brother to a lot of people, I think, especially the youth. You know, because we, our younger generation needs to hear that stuff because they've grown up in such dysfunctional, broken homes for the most part. Yeah. Like, I, I think divorce and stuff is so common nowadays, more than mm-hmm. it's ever been in a lifetime for me. So, there's so many broken homes and stuff that's going on, and they just, somebody, you know, they need somebody that's just going to be consistent in their life. And I feel yeah. like you're that person for a lot of youth. They, and I, I, I very... I'm very uh, thankful that you, uh, I've never even met you, Taylor. I want people to know that in this podcast, I've never met Taylor, but we've spoken heart to heart so many times. It's like, we really know each other, understand each other's backstory because we've, we've fleshed, fleshed it out and talked about it and been 
very open about it and how she says it is so true um like you said broken homes people who feel like it's their life is very inconsistent family becomes inconsistent so they want something they can look up to that can understand them that can connect with them and how they feel and i've i've been a little bit around every kind of struggle honestly if it wasn't bullying if it wasn't family problems if it wasn't relationship problems i've i've gotten a the bad end of the stick plenty of times throughout all those kind of traumatic experiences and i know everybody's had an experience they don't they're not very proud of or they're not comfortable talking about but with me you can talk to it talk talk about it with me because i want you to use that as fuel i want you to use that as a reason or purpose to prove somebody wrong or prove that this is not how it's supposed to be and that it can be done better and that I can show that there are relationships that do last. There are, there are stories that don't end bad, you know? And uh, here, like you said, you was talking about my workouts. Of course, I love working out. I, you know, it was kind of inspired from my father and just wanting to be strong like him. And uh, honestly, that's what got me through my hardest times because I always thought about, it's not, as, it's not about how hard I can hit. It's about how hard I can get hit and keep moving forward. How many hits I can keep taking and keep moving forward. Because life's going to be the hardest thing that hits you. Rocky Balboa said it. He said it. He knew what he was talking about. Because I've hit hard plenty of times I can remember. And it really didn't make a difference because I never put life out. But life tried putting me out several times. But each time that I got back up, it made me more of a man. It made me more of RJ. It made me have more respect in myself and more of a story to share with other people, more inspiration. If I'm not doing it for myself anymore at this point, I'm doing it for somebody else. And it makes me feel better knowing that I'm just not writing for myself. I'm writing for someone else because they believe in me and it helps them get through another day, you know, and that. That is so contagious. So many people can give that same energy off of to one another. It creates a good atmosphere. That's right. You got that's a that's the importance of having people in your circle that actually matter. And that's the kind of people you need. There's the people that of course you're gonna reach and you're gonna touch, but you also have to have those people that are gonna reach you and sharpen you at the same time. Absolutely, and you've been there, you've been that for me, honestly, because everybody gets to that point where, like, oh, nobody's had it as hard as me. Why has it got to be so hard on me? And you hear somebody else's story, and then you're like, how would I make, how would I do them any favors if I was just to give up when they've been through all this and they didn't give up? How am I supposed to? How are they supposed to appreciate me? You know, Taylor, I, I would genuinely have a lot of respect for you if you heard about me giving up one day and just crumbling, just falling apart and just giving up. And if you heard about it and you just were upset with me, not feeling bad for me, if you were upset with me, that's when I'd have the most respect for you because you know that I'm better than that. You know that I've wouldn't do that and I know you wouldn't do that because we've already made it this far and we're and who we are and what we've become is because of us not giving up and because 
we found another reason. We became somebody else's motivation. And that is the strongest, that is the strongest uh, force of nature, honestly, is when you go that extra mile for someone else. You can go hard for yourself all day, but when you really put somebody, some people, other people first, you become selfless, it creates strength that you can't measure. That's right. So what's one thing you would like to add to the ending of this podcast? What's one thing that's important to you? One thing that's important to me is mistakes. Every mistake is always full of what would you say? It can be it can be what you make of it. You make a mistake and then you get real negative. You start to and I've been told this plenty of times from other people. I'm very critical of myself. I make a mistake and I start I start getting a little I start treating myself a little less than who I am and I need to work on that. I need to treat mistakes as opportunities. If you if you quit making mistakes then you quit having chances to learn to do better. Mistakes are only stepping stones to success, to accomplishments. If you quit making mistakes, how many more accomplishments are left, you know? That just means your story hasn't ended. That means there's another level to pursue. There's another wall to break through. Do not be afraid to make mistakes. Do not be afraid to fail because failure is only one step closer to success losing is only one step closer to winning if you lose and you can't make anything out of it then you're the loser but if you lose and you find a purpose in it you can become the winner i i really believe in that there there's a such thing as yin yang everybody's heard of it you can't have a winner without having a loser, but the real loser is a person who can't find a purpose in the in the trial and error of winning and losing, mistakes and success, failure and accomplishment. The loser is the one who gives up and doesn't believe in the process. You have to trust the process. That is right. And that's like um, one of my ex-co-workers, he paid for this book for me to have that's called Failing Forward. Mm-hmm. And what it means to fail is it means you have another opportunity to grow from. So I like yep. that your take on it. Some people are like, oh, well, I made a huge mistake or I failed in this area. Crap. How am I ever going to come back from this? Well, the, how you're going to come back from it is now you're going to learn hey, when I notice the same, you know, tactic coming towards me to see if I fail or not, then you're going to be able to pass that. You're going to be able to handle it a different way, a different aspect. But also, you're going to gain a lot of knowledge over the years. The more that you, you know, you're persistent and you continue to try and grow yourself more and more and more, the more you're going to realize that 
thank you for those failures and those small yep. setbacks because they made me. They yep. shaped me. They made me for greatness. Absolutely. That that is the perfect way to put it. Well, I'm glad I'll, you asked me that question because it yeah. helps summarize how we both feel. Yes. So so that's that, that's what I like. I love hearing how other people have to take on it and different things. I love how people have different aspects on things because you can learn so much from somebody else. So I, I, I love that. I'm always asking a lot of questions. Anybody who, who truly knows me, I'm going to ask a question. Important. That's so important. Don't be the, don't be quiet. and Don't pretend that you know everything. Just ask. It sparks debate. It, creates conversation communication that's healthy so you know i i'm a talker people they they you know i see emo unapproachable in public but when people come up to me and they they just they don't they, they don't feel any type of way with coming to me and having something to talk about they're gonna get a genuine talk from me i'm not gonna fake it i'm not gonna lie to them i'm they're gonna get what they ask for you know That's right, and that's how it should be. Well, RJ, it's been a real pleasure again. I can't wait for everybody to hear this episode, and I'll make sure to tag you in it as well so people can check you out. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do this again. I know we will, so just be ready. I, I look forward to it, Taylor. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, same here, same here. Well, you have a great night, friend, and I will talk to you later. You too. See y'all later. See ya. And that was the end of tonight's podcast. So make sure I'll be tagging RJ. So just if you want to follow him on Facebook, you're more than welcome to. So I had a great time speaking with RJ tonight and just kind of bringing everything back into wraps. You know, it's so important who you have in your circle it's okay to fail in life as long as you get back up and you stay consistent. Persistent, being persistent is such a hard thing to do in life, but you got to do it regardless of your circumstances, you know, and reevaluate those around you and really, 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 really make sure that they're for you instead of being against you. So look forward to Friday. I have a very special guest from my childhood. Her name is India, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear her story. It's going to be beautiful, so just stay with me, and we will be great. So again, have a wonderful Tuesday night, and I can't wait to see you guys on Friday. So have a wonderful week, and again, this is the end of Flourishing Futures podcast. Have a good night, guys.